Welcome back to the Pals Podcast. I'm your co-host, George Boutsalis. And I'm Ricky Liordi. And this week, we've got a very, very special edition. It's a Mother's Day edition with our beautiful, lovely mothers. We decided to bring them on to the Pals Podcast to give our listeners a little bit of uh, insight into how we were raised, some embarrassing stories, and uh, yeah, it gets it gets pretty embarrassing. <laughs> and honestly, it's such a funny conversation. If you know us or, or know our moms, you'll honestly get a great kick. And if you don't, this is a perfect chance to get to know a little bit more about us, how we were raised, and how we became such awesome pals. Give it a listen, give us a subscribe, share it with your friends, and my pal, what do we say? LFG. Let's go. This is a great start. Uh, you know what? I'd love to be here when Chris and Frank are doing that. <laughs> Between Frank and Tinky before great. he speaks. Just, so, just so you guys... Wait, I should talk. Holy shit. Don't tell me you're taping. It's feedback. <laughs> yeah, I've been recording everything. You know what? It doesn't get out of my this mind. This might spike. When we were in the delay, Frank, okay. and Frank said, Elaine, what should I have for dinner? Increase. Does he need to ask you all the time where he wants to eat? No, he goes, Elaine, what do I like to eat? Yeah, what do I like to eat? <laughs> this is great. Guys, I hope you know we're recording the whole thing. Are you? So, <laughs> this, is, this is a great intro. Oh, my God. So whatever I need to swear, I say, you just, you can swear. WTF. <laughs> Let's go. Guys, I'm going to have to edit this volume. It's like blowing my eardrums out. <laughs> oh, you told me not to be no, quiet. No, you guys are actually, this is great. <laughs> But I feel like now we're going to like... We're good. We're yeah, good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We got, we got selfies going on. We, this, I'm starting to think this is a questionable decision putting them on here. <laughs> no, we're Nah, good. you guys are having a good time. This is fun. I can't do, I can't do a selfie. <laughs> I can't do a selfie. We'll get, we'll get one after. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, ladies, ladies. Okay. <laughs> Attention. It's no TV. It's radio. <laughs> Because okay. ugly toes. So we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna change up the the direction of this episode a little bit, and we're gonna do almost like a trivia contest game. So okay. we've sent you guys some of the questions. We might throw in some oddballs. Uh-oh. But do you have like press the button? <laughs> First one to press it wins. Put your hands up. <laughs> yeah. So well, the we're gonna make it like a game show almost. So we'll ask them questions. And then you guys just give whatever answer. It can be, if you swear, don't worry. We're not bleeping it. This is a podcast. It's raw, as Ricky says. Raw and edited. You, okay. can, you can be yourself. Okay. But just a little bit, like, uh, not too crazy. Okay. Okay. okay we got to, we'll, careful what you ask for. You got the questions? <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's get it going. All right. Well, I guess we're going to, we have to say this. This is a Mother's Day special. Yeah. The, uh, our two biggest fans and biggest supporters our first ever listeners from the beginning and our first true pals because, well, I was the oldest, so I was the first real pal in your life. <laughs> but we know Rick's the favorite, so. <laughs> I'm just kidding, John. I'm just joking. 
Uh, okay. Well, let's get this game going then, I guess. Let's do My it. My pal, start it up. So the first question isn't related to us at all. It's about you two. So what were some big obstacles that you faced growing up or what were some of the biggest ones that you faced growing up? Obviously, Ma coming from Brazil, Anastasia. I know George mentioned you, you faced some trouble. So start us off. Who wants to go first? We're going right into well, it. Well, right I didn't have no trouble uh, growing up because I'm, I'm only child. So I was a little spoiled. Not to today's standards. My trouble was when I arrived in Canada. Like different culture, different diversity. Yeah. So that was a little difficult for me. Like coming from a country that you say hi to everybody, you walk in the street, everybody knows each other. I didn't know anybody here, right? So for me, that was hard. It's got to be intimidating. Were you, did you speak English nope, at all? No Nothing? English at all. So uh, <laughs> got married here. And then Frankie gave me a car and a map of the city. You know those big maps yeah, they had yeah. before? Gave something like something this. like that, foldable. <laughs> and then I marked down whatever I wanted to go. So when I went to get my driver's license. Wait, wait. Did he give you a credit card? No. No. Oh, no. I got all the credit card. He didn't have any. <laughs> okay. I gave it to him credit card. <laughs> you convinced him he needed yes, a credit yes, card. Yes, we need a credit card. Frank, we need credit cards just, uh, so, just so I, I can mean, do a little yeah. bit of shopping. So... I had my driver's license from Brazil. They were good for three months here. So I went to one of those places that you do driver's license. I read everything. They had different language there. So I'm doing Portuguese. So when you go there to do your visual first, you need to do your... So the only way I could associate right and left was putting my hands up. <laughs> so they are blinking the lights. I mean, right, left, right, <laughs> left, left, right. I look behind me. Everybody's laughing. <laughs> But I got it. So for me, it was hard at the beginning here. Yeah. Other than that, I was good. Yeah. <laughs> Ma, what about, what about you growing up? Through, you're different, I guess. You came from like your parents or our well, grandparents yeah, are, are immigrants, but you were, you were born here. Um, there was a little bit of, um, I guess, apprehension because we were immigrant kids. We had to learn everything basically on our own because our parents couldn't help us through the school system. Like they were school of hard knocks. Exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, to add to that, we had to take our Greek school classes, and some of the teachers kind of gave pushback, saying, you know, they should be learning English and not, you know, Greek, and Greek should be just at home, and you know, and they kind of said it hurts your education. Now it's like now they want you to learn another language. You Absolutely. think it's very great for you to know. So we kind of held, my parents kind of took us out of this, the Greek school program, uh, I think around grade four. Uh, one of my siblings, actually, my brother went a little bit longer, but my sister and I kind of uh, stayed out after grade three and four. But uh, I, I was still in, um, when was, how old was I, 11? When I was, no, I was nine, sorry, when I was diagnosed with scoliosis. So I had to go through a couple of school years wearing braces and like a full body brace. And you got ridiculed a little bit, but not as bad as what the kids are this, like it, there wasn't any bullying. Just some kids would make fun of me here and there. But I kind of stood my ground and said, you know what? My back is a little crooked. I just needed this help. And then I got the surgery. And the kids were actually pretty respectful when you, you came out of the hospital really? and went into the school system. It's not as, I would say, well, they, don't te they didn't tease as much and didn't bully you as much as now. And now, actually, it's more acceptable. Like any kid with a disability is integrating the school system. As before, yeah. not that I had a disability of learning or anything like that, and I was integrated into a different system. I was in the regular school. But back then, you didn't have it intertwined with the other students so that was a little bit of a I difference. think also because uh, now that you're saying about the braces I had boots right 
And I, I don't know about you, but my parents used to say like that. If somebody beat you up in the street and you come cry, you get a home too. So resolve whatever you have to do outside. So yeah. I guess people are afraid that we were beat up everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was tough. I was tough. <laughs> Elaine was a tough cookie. Raising raise the streets out there. No, but that's true. Like you couldn't this come cry Brazil. for everything. <laughs> yeah. You couldn't come cry for everything. No, right? and you know what? The kids, like you stood your ground, I guess, back then. Yeah. And, like, you know, I mean, back then too, if you got in trouble at school, you got in trouble in school, yeah. right? And well, then you got, you paid for it at home. <laughs> but yeah. But you, you know what? You, you got through it. I guess you, you got through it. Your parents gave you the responsibility to to deal with it. That's so funny because when we see like movies now and I watch them like anything from like let's say the 70s, 80s, whatever back then, it seemed like, you know, there's that little like nerdy kid gets picked on with the guy in the muscle car and then he gets bullied, right? So it's funny you say that back then it was more like acceptable. Like people wouldn't say as much whereas it seems like now people like bullying is a big thing and kids it are is. getting teased more, right? It is, it is. I think I, I can see it more. Yeah. I mean, even with you, you got bullied too through oh, yeah. school. And it's like, <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, tables are turning. Oh, tables are turning. Oh, okay. What's Shit. the next one? No, I, don't. I got in a fight once. I got beat up twice, actually. <laughs> One of them happened just after you got off the school bus, but then I called the Wait, school. Wait, what? Which one was that? Uh, I think it was th- at Hillside. Garth, when I got beat up I guess once. It was, I guess it was three times. <laughs> no, it was middle school, I think. And then I middle called sc- to complain to the school, and the school goes, well, it's off of school hours and off of school property. Man, I was like, oh, George is coming in. George is coming in. That's blazing. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess people, like, if they, uh, you know, you can laugh at me all you want, but I'm a boxer now, so you better watch what you say. Back then, Undefeated. Back Undefeated back then, back then actually, technically, if we're going by my bully record i'm like one in three not one and no because i lost every fight growing up oh man no, but it's true though yeah anastasia you mentioned something about greek school and how a lot of parents put their kids in greek school that's one thing i always give my parents a hard time for my dad failed grade one english because at home again immigrant parents he only spoke italian so he failed grade one because he couldn't speak english properly so when me and my brother were growing up my parents used to speak, my mom and dad spoke Italian to each other. That was how they communicated because my dad didn't speak Portuguese. My mom didn't speak English. Italian was a common language. They decided not to teach us Italian as kids. And when you're a kid, it's easy to learn a language. Yeah. When you're uh, like 15 it's, yeah. and your attention spans uh, the size of a peanut, you're, you're not really trying to learn a language. And That's very true. Thanks, mom and dad. Don't <laughs> speak Italian because of you guys. But one thing, just even the jump there, mom, that's, I didn't know, I swear I didn't know that, that you didn't go to Greek school, because, like, your Greek, <laughs> oh, no, I your Greek is fluent. No, you were not there. No, but. I didn't tell, I couldn't tell them. Oh, that. because we would have said that yeah, you don't exactly. want to go, because me and Yanni, well, I actually enjoyed it after, no, but the reason I bring it up, like, you're Greek, because you weren't born in Greece, like, dad was born in Greece, his yeah. Greek is, like, Greek, Greek. But so is yours. Like you sound like you're from you're from Greece, and you're reading write just as good. If you dropped out in grade four, that's crazy. I went to grade twelve, and I'm not even at this level of you, of yours. And you know what? Growing raising you guys, I vowed I'd never tell you I left Greek school young. Damn, then you, guys you betrayed us! You betrayed it us! No. <laughs> If Yanni knew, if Yanni, Yanni's gonna hear this. I know. Sorry. Yeah, no, Yanni's I'm gonna sorry, be pissed. I didn't even realize. Because my brother, my brother hated Greek school. Yeah, Yanni exactly. was like, was, oh man. And you know what? And, and to me, sometimes I wanted to like say, okay, guys, I've had enough with you. But you know what? It was a Chris thing. We had to stick through it. And it actually, yeah. in the end, you guys appreciated it. But no, with Greek, you know what? I I put myself out in the cultural aspect at high school. Our high school had. A festival called UNESCO, uh, like a UNESCO. Yeah. And we had dance groups and that. And so I did the Greek dancing. I learned there was a lot of Greek kids around. I would actually try to 
uh, writing notes to my parents where I was going in Greek to keep up with my Greek. And then obviously when I started dating Chris, it's like, okay, maybe I got to learn more Greek now, right? <laughs> so it, it's just, it comes, I guess I was easy. Uh, but also like yeah, or grandma, grandpa, they spoke to you only really in Greek, right? Uh, yes, actually, because my dad didn't speak English very no. well. Very broken English. Uh, grandma, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. call yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, actually worked in like um, supermarkets, cafeteria, no? cafeteria yeah. a girl's school, yeah, the cafeteria. And she picked up the English language. Mind you, she learned English before she came to Canada because oh. then she was a domestic. Yeah. So she worked like a nanny in the beginning. So she picked up on English. She knew English a lot better than my dad when she first came here. Not a lot, but it got her uh, her uh, employment. And she worked with people and, she, you know, with public and she learned. My dad yeah. was, you know, in the restaurants, in the back kitchen. All Everybody spoke Greek, so he didn't. And then, and then he, he was a garbage man. And then... Sanitation, ho- sanitation yeah. engineer. <laughs> well, Elaine, what about you? Because you speak both... Um, you speak Italian as well, right? Yep. But did you speak Italian before you met Frank? Or is that you picked it up? Uh, yes, I did speak a little bit Italian. I was... Uh, I went to Italy when I was 18. I stayed there two months. And like... Italian is very similar to Portuguese. So you just it go around translates. a little bit. Yeah. So I, then when I met Frank, we had a dictionary. My was Italian-Portuguese. His was Italian-English. And my Italian got very good. Okay. He became a little bit better. After, he used to have like the construction Italian language, right? So I then, still don't understand when he speaks Italian. <laughs> but his dialect... No, 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 I didn't understand His dialect anything. is different yeah, than just, Roman. Yeah, yes. Where, where, what part of Italy is French? He's very close to Rome. Where, he's whoa, uh, Lazio. Campania, and, no? Or that's your, no, that's Cape, your no, side. No, no, Cape, yeah. But it's still like Rome, Lazio. Yeah, it's still yeah. the whole region, right? So he's a little bit, uh, I don't know. He's a little different than dialect, mm-hmm. but he speaks very dialect, yes. I, I never knew Ricky spoke Italian. I've known him for 12 years now. When we were in Italy a couple of summers ago, we went to Campania to have dinner. And me and George, are, and we're sitting there, and Rick's like, we're going to see my cousins. I was like, oh, great. We're going to have to, like, we speak Greek, me and my cousin. I'm like, Ricky doesn't speak any languages. Then he starts. English is not a language, I guess. What is this? Hold on a second. Three Oh, sorry, guys. I'm going to feedback. Uh, yeah, so, no, he speaks English, obviously. But we're sitting at the table, and, like, it's the family's, yeah, your cousins and everyone are speaking Italian. And Rick starts going a little bit. I was like, this guy knows Italian? And then he's having conversations. And I was like, okay, this is pretty impressive. Like, I know there's something new about this guy. But the best part was that George is trying to be all slick. Cousin <laughs> yeah, George. And he's, like, he's listening. He's, like, intently. He's, like, nodding his head, staring at the <laughs> And I looked at him, he's like, he's like, you get that? We looked over, he's like, you see what they're saying? I was like, you don't know Italian? He's like, I got it, don't worry. And then he said it, and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, bueno, or whatever, like, good. He's like, see, I know Italian. <laughs> cousin, cousin George was trying to, talk, trying to talk Italian. He's making everything up, talking with his hands. It was well, amazing. Ricky was always was easy amazing. with the language like that. John wants to speak perfect. So John hesitate when he speaks because he wants to do perfect. Ricky goes like, uh, I remember. I'll use like eight different tenses in one sentence. Don't care. Like, you know, (laughs) if it's somebody's birthday, he says, Bon Natale, Bon Aguri, until he gets to Bon Compleano. One of them's going to be right. (laughs) That's, it's funny. That's like my brother too. Like, Yanni's like, he, he's picking it up more now because in Greek school, like I picked it up fast. I spoke Greek before I spoke English. 
But Yanni was like, he was more timid. And even now you can tell he's, but he's getting a lot better. But you can tell he wants to get it perfect. And when he doesn't, yeah. he's like, he asks you, oh, did I get it right? Yeah, Whereas I just like, ramble and speak. Yeah. And ha- then Dad will correct me like, that was not correct. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> they got you what I was saying. I got the point across. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, that's a good one. Oh, okay. Next segue is the next point. Yeah. So you guys obviously both met your soulmates early, relatively early on in life. Ma, you moved here when you met yours, Anastasia. I think you guys met in late late high school, I think. No, my Would mom you... was... Yes, I was still in high school. Yeah, yeah. you were still in high yeah. school. So, big question. How did you know they were the one? <laughs> they both look at each other. <laughs> I'm trying to say... They're probably... Dad and Frank are be listening to this in the car like, answer faster, come on, you know this. <laughs> my dad's you're, gonna, gonna, yeah. you're embarrassing no. me. <laughs> my dad's going to listen to this in like three weeks. Elaine... <laughs> It's going to be June and he's going to be like, Elaine, you didn't know why you loved me right away? <laughs> no, he's going to, like, I knew Frank was the right, the, the right one right in the beginning. Oh, yeah. Like, he was different than every other boyfriend that I have, right? He was Canadian. That was it. <laughs> he was Canadian. No, no, he was different. Like, you know, when you have, for us, like, we would be the internet of today. We met in a very non-common yeah. way. So I would wait for his phone call every night before I go to sleep. So that's where, like, you know, when you, it's like kind of cheesy, but, you know, you have the butterflies. Yeah. Exactly. He was the nice guy. He's the most honest. He's the most sincere. So I knew from the beginning that he was completely different than what I had. And I craved to be with him and to yeah. want to. Like talk to him, hang out with him, everything. Yeah. You want to be with him. No, the funny story is that... <laughs> Frank like, about to get put on blast. Yeah, you know, like, so I came here, we oh, met, we get the wedding going, we're going to get married in December. No, we were going to get married January, for some reason, January 7, 8, whatever. And, okay, I go back to Canada, this and then he said to me, uh, do you think, do you really like January 7? I'm like, no, nah, no, why? Do you think we can get married before December? In December? I'm like, yeah, and I'm, I'm thinking, holy shit, in Brazil we have a lot of soap opera, right? So the soap opera in Brazil, like, has a beginning, a middle, and the end. Six months, everything finished. And you see a lot of brides at the, at the altar alone because the groom doesn't come. <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit, the guy wants to get married even early? We just met, gonna get married in December? Right, yeah, we can get married in December. Okay, so we can get married December 30th. After we get married, I find out there was not love that made me get married before. It was like tax purpose. <laughs> <laughs> so he could uh, claim me on the Blame income tax. The income tax. <laughs> that's how you Big know Frank's Frank. a businessman. He's smart. <laughs> Big Frank. Well, okay. that's, what, that's when Frank knew you were the one. Eh? <laughs> She's going to get married 30th. I'm going to say that money. That's awesome. You no, agree to it? No, that's no, but that's you uh, saved the tax that yeah. year. But <laughs> well, that paid for my wedding, apparently. <laughs> that's so funny. What a guy! Honestly, Frank's a stand-up guy. You made a point. Like Frank's very honest, and he, I've noticed that from the beginning. Like Frank always speaks his mind. Yeah, I love yeah, that. It's yeah, it's like yeah. Like, we'll, we'll no be filter. Sitting, we'll be sitting at like a table. I like got a business lunch, and a younger guy will be the boss of someone who's older, and he'll be just sitting there. Well, isn't it awkward that, you know, you're his boss and you're younger than him? Like, isn't that weird? He's been here longer. I'm like, dad, you can't ask somebody that. Like, it's like kind of rude. <laughs> He's like, you oh, respect respect just, just curious. You know, how'd you get the promotion over him? He's older. He's got seniority. <laughs> <laughs> 
I respect that. You got oh in today's day and age, everyone's filtering everything. Yeah. Your dad's, I mean, no, no dad's, filter. dad's very similar. Right? Just like no filter. What Sometimes, about, yeah, about, he's just honest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Honest. Go. What, about, what about you? When did um, you know Christos was the one? It's funny because his dance moves, wasn't it? <laughs> The dance No. Moves. <laughs> <laughs> well, his you know Greek what? No, dance, wait a minute. Greek Let me go back. I should good. say, kind of, because we were at a little small Greek nyata dance. Oh, the a, No, it wasn't. <laughs> it was a small. It was a small one. I remember it was a Cedar Bray Mall and a restaurant. I mean, it was a Cedar Bay. Yeah, Cedar Bray uh, was a... Fu- uh, uh, I was there. Yeah, I know where it is. Yeah, it's like, downstairs at a restaurant. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember. It was way... Okay, I was 16, okay? <laughs> now, your dad was... He's 13 years older than me, so he's 29 at this point, and he's just his charismatic character, like his character, is just like wow, this guy is a really nice guy, and I knew who he was, I knew of him, whatever. He was from our same village. And I thought, boy, he's very charismatic, he's charming. He's very, very charming. And so two years later, uh, my dad's first cousin comes from Greece, and we go to the airport to you know welcome to Canada, whatever. Lo and behold, we come out of the elevator and go to the arrivals, and. Chris is walking by and it's like, oh, wow. Like he just, I knew at that point, so like a ton of bricks at me. It's like, wow. Like just then it's like, man, I like this guy. <laughs> and uh, just the energy. It's just a little thing. Just a little, like yeah. you said, the butterfly flutters. It was like, no, I, I, I was kind of, I had the determination and it's funny because of the age of it was hard. I couldn't even get into bars because it's like, I wasn't of age, <laughs> but you know what? Like I had to use Fake, I, fake ID. You can say fake ID, Ma. I had a fake ID. We're You're good. fine. We all had them. Okay. And I, and I had my cousin's name, and it's long Greek name. And I remember I had to practice it for the longest time. I thought, okay, I can't go with this guy to a bar and have fake ID. Not, not. It's like 13 but, letters long. But it was You're great nervous? Because, or you're like, if you get rejected, you're going to be yeah, like, oh, this like, guy's going to think I'm a loser. You know what, though? Because I guess he was much older. Maybe he said, okay, she must be close to his age. So I got it. And anyways, so that's a good thing. No, your face was like a little kid, really. Yeah. But, but the thing is, too, though, like... Back then, um, some like you usually dated to get married. You didn't go for dates. Like you yeah. just you just dated the only person you were going to get married with. You didn't do that social dating thing, right? It's got to be the person you're going to marry because it's you know. I was from Brazil. It's <laughs> <laughs> a little different. If you're a little bit like it's almost like a little disrespectful if you date somebody and then you get done. Well, I don't know, whatever. Well, no, it's true. That's it's true, so right? In the in the past, like at the old times, with old times, but anyways, so. I, when I was dating, because we kind of stopped for a, a few months, and then when I was after 19 or whatever, we got connected again, and thought, I had to keep it a secret. No one really knew I was dating Chris, except my sister. Forbidden and, love. <laughs> yeah, and it was like, oh, my God. How much, like, I came up with so many different, like, I'm going to go study at the library. I'm at my friend's house. We're doing a project. I had to, every, <laughs> Your I was parents like, are like, wow, Anastasia, you're studying a lot lately. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, well, I was in university. I was at Ryerson, so I was like, it worked. And then, lo and behold... Something happened. And then anyways, he proposed. He proposed the end of June. I didn't tell my parents till September. Wow. And I just came out and said, mom and dad, I'm getting married. <laughs> and they didn't Are even know. Coming? And it's like, to who? And it's like, okay, well, you know, Chris. That's when they met Chris? Yes. That's how they wow. knew when I well, told them. And then he came over to talk to them, like, in the same day, almost, that I told them. It's like, uh, by the way, I've been dating so-and-so, and I'm getting married. And that was it. <laughs> But wait, but wait, but but Papu, uh, I say Graham, Papu knew dad yeah. from the same village. No, they knew, like they knew who he was. He they was older, dad was young, but they were still in Greece at like a one point. Oh yeah, yeah, house, I so think, yeah, he was young. He was yeah. young when, I think dad must have been about six or seven. No, not even and six. Like, I don't know if that's normal here, but nobody asked if you were pregnant? No. Well, I didn't, no, I was I know. <laughs> like, because they find out right 
Like that, yeah. It's right? like, yeah, why? Like, you know. So for me, when I was telling my aunts and everybody that was getting married, and like I had a lot of my aunts asking, are you pregnant? Like, no, <laughs> no, no. No, it's just yeah. out of love. Yeah. yeah so, and, my, and it's funny because my sister knew, but my brother, you know, love me, goes, yeah, how long have you been dating him? A few months? It's like, no, a couple of years. It's like, <laughs> Sorry. Nobody knew. Surprise. No, surprise. Wow. What yeah. is, what is, yeah. Yeah. Remember all those long study sessions? <laughs> <laughs> What did your Yambapu say when you told them? They were okay. And you know what? In hindsight, they, my parents were pretty, they weren't very strict. I thought they were, but they weren't. They were really pretty con- like conventional. Yeah. Like they were okay with, I mean, I God bless them. God, uh, but even coming home at three in the morning, they didn't wait up for me. And I thought, man, they really trusted me, right? <laughs> like looking back. No, that's you one know? thing. No, no, no. I had a curfew. Yeah, no, no, I did. I I must say, like, I didn't, I respected it and I made sure, like, you know, I'm not going to disobey. Like, they didn't say, they didn't say it, but they said, you know, just be careful, you know, just, and I had that in behind my, so I didn't, I wasn't a, I don't think I was a wild child, no. But uh, just out of respect for them, I just didn't want, if anything didn't happen, I didn't want them to, you know, have that stigma. I don't know what it is, but it all worked out in the end. Hey, 30, (laughs) 33 years later, here we still are, right? So 33 years, and I've known them for almost 36, so. Wait, you guys, what year did you get married, Elaine? 86. 88. Yeah, man, close. So you're 33, I'm 35. Oh, 32 years. Are you ready? Did 35 or it's coming up? What, you got married in December? You just did 35. Okay. I'm a math teacher. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, low key, Elaine's got three degrees, all math related and computer related, yeah. and basically can't use a calculator. <laughs> no, no, I can't use calculator. I cannot count with my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then, okay, next question. So then you guys got married relatively young, and then my, I know you. I was born, you were 22? 22. 23. Tw- you got married, yeah. And Elaine, when was John born? Uh, John was born in 88, so I got married in 86. So you, I yeah. moved here, got settled for the first year, didn't want to get pregnant. Then we bought the house. Yeah. I got pregnant. He was born at the new house. So what was it like? Because that was one of our questions is like, it, I don't know, maybe it's just a generalization, but it seems like back then you said the, the point of people back then dated to get married and like the idea was like, you know, you have a family right away and all that stuff. Like you guys, yep. by today's standards, probably fairly young, like young moms, right? Like now you wouldn't, you oh, yeah. about like getting married she at 22 anymore, me. right? I think I was 25. I just got turn, uh, turned 26 when I got married. So I was okay. I was not that young like you. Yeah, I was, I was, uh, I wasn't 24 yet. I was 23. Yeah. It was because my birthday is August and you were born in April. So I was 23. I'd be, yeah. I mean, by 26, I had three kids. So no, I got my two by 30. Yeah. So, so it, it was, it's different. It was definitely, but that's the way it worked for me. Cause I wanted, I wanted to have them. I didn't want to wait too long and yeah. I just wanted, and I wanted them close. I've always wanted the, the kids close. If, you know, if, if your dad says that I wanted six kids, I think I wanted more four, but then, because <laughs> they were so close, I said, okay, well, I think I'm okay with three, right? So, okay, so then we'll <laughs> ask about that then. So, who, who was the easiest kid for you guys to take care of? Like, who was, like, not fussy, was, like, very easy going when they were a kid? Didn't cry John. a lot? Yeah? Oh, yeah. My, John how are you going to do me like that? Like right in front of me, no. right? John that was question perfect, was prepped. No, no. You had, you had John, time to think of a good answer to make me look good here. I didn't even need to look here. John, John was the perfect kid. Like, he oh! came home. Oh, oh, oh wow. That's hey, a hot wait, wait, wait. Wow, that's no, came from. You know what? I like dad better anyways. <laughs> he came home from the hospital. He slept 12 to 6. Oh, yeah. No problem. Ricky, 
switch night and day for three months. <laughs> and I was an, a very ugly, like, firstborn baby. Like, uh, as soon as I was born, story, yes. I was ugly. Tell okay. that story. Uh, okay. We're ugly? <laughs> <laughs> Roast Ma, tell, tell the story. Okay, so uh, both my kids were born by cesarean. So the first one, I had scoliosis, so I could not take the epidural. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I'm in labor, and I keep asking for a cesarean, and uh, the doctor asked my shoe size. So Frank, until today, seems to think that I convinced the doctor to give me a cesarean. So when you have the first one, cesarean, I went to the, to the doctor when I was pregnant with Ricky, and I said, if you're not going to give me a cesarean, I find another one. Because I went through labor when didn't need to. So uh, we have a, a private uh, health plan. So the plan gives you a semi-private room. So I'm in the semi-private room, and I have a lady beside me. And she is um, dark-skinned. Yeah, African-American, yeah. So I'm going to have a baby. When I come back, I see Ricky. And they brought me Ricky. Like, he's still all dirt with her. And his hair is really curly. Because he still has the <laughs> placenta there. And because he has the umbilical cord three times, he was black. He was purple when I saw. Yeah. Then I get to my room. The lady has a very white baby, very blonde baby. And I mean, like, Frank, I think they switched my baby. <laughs> That's not my baby. The other one is my baby. <laughs> and he said, no, I was there. I mean, no, no, no. That's <laughs> not my baby. <laughs> I came out. Yeah, That's because I had, Yes, yes, yes. I had the boyfriend or husband was white, oh. and the baby was white, and he, like, he... Like he, he I had my purple. umbilical cord wrapped around my neck three, three times. times. Three times. So good so, thing I was a cesarean, or else I would have yes, been. Poop. That's why I was going to be emergency. Pals podcast wouldn't be around right now. Would not be wow. happening. Yes. Pals wouldn't be pals. Yeah. Wow. Would be but his hair pal. was all curly. <laughs> I had like a little like rash on my forehead. I was, yeah, yeah, I was yeah, a yeah, ugly yeah. baby. Yeah. <laughs> that's crap. But now you beautiful. Thanks, mom. You still like John better. So what? Well, he didn't sleep a night. You know. <laughs> oh, oh, <wow. laughs> what about I'm the opposite I slept like a brick I, but he, who is still do <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> who is who is the most easygoing of all the kids I was gonna say Georgia because she would just eat and sleep and that was it she was done but she's still, I still what she does she still does yes right yeah now. yeah the only thing is she would Good. still wake she up for through the pre- night preparing for the quarantine life yeah yeah uh, the only thing is she would wake up in the middle of the night till we she was over a year and then we moved to the house and I let her cry it out because we lived in a condo it's like okay I can't have a screaming baby in the middle of the night lo and behold Yanni came along and then there, he's <laughs> awake every night till he was three but anyways <laughs> each one was actually yeah. George was Probably for a firstborn for me, he was easy. He was very quick. He, okay, he was a big guy. He was eight, <laughs> he was eight and a half pounds when he yeah. came out. And it's like, Whoa. oh my God, that Still came out Still haven't shed that baby weight. <laughs> and he was on eight ounces, no, eight ounces of formula by the time he was two months old, what, which I is a wanna, lot. What is that? That's a lot. That's a lot. Because usually babies don't eat more than four ounces. Well, John. I was eating double. Yeah, you were eating. And oh, you, I, and, I can tell, and, my boy. And in one shot, and he would have beads of sweat of his upper lip. He was drinking. <laughs> he would grow this beard, like a little beard of sweat. And it's like, oh my God, this kid's a glutton anyways. But by the time I, we took you to Greece at um, uh, three months old, but you would sleep from eight o'clock at night to six in the morning. I swear, no word of a lie, about three months old. 
He John was, was like a he was the day best. He came from the hospital, midnight to six. Now Frank worked in construction, right? So in construction, our phone used to ring all the time, yeah. eleven o'clock, midnight, three in the morning. And I said to Frank, the only thing I ask, please ask people not to call after eleven because we have a newborn, right? Doesn't matter. The phone rang. John would not wake up. Okay, so. John is almost two. I get Ricky. Ricky. So John, <laughs> I'm here to fuck shit up. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky came along, and like, uh, okay, so he come home. First of all, the first time I went to breastfeed him, he beat me. <laughs> <laughs> and like, like, come Wait, on, that's babe. funny. Didn't I bite people a lot? Like I bit Georgia. Our oh, you would bite everybody. Uh, I was, was a, such a biter. biter. Oh. I, bit, I think I bit my cousin. You know, my cousin Paul. That's why I think he became I bit a boxer. Ball, I like, yeah. I ran out of, you bit your sister on hey, that. I, I see. I need some meat. <laughs> I bit hungry. my sister like right here. No, like, right in be in the between, like right here, and it's like you can't pinch meat. Like what is this part? The decollete. <laughs> the decollete. Yeah. Whatever. And actually, it's funny because your dad took her to the hospital because he closed the door on her finger, and the doctor was more worried about the bite on her chest <laughs> than her finger. Like, Sorry, my other son was hungry. <laughs> Man. Oh, he was a biter. He was bad. He got his teeth early, like at four months. I think he started getting his teeth. I and need he, to eat. He used to gnaw. Like this baby food doesn't taste you good. Mean? Mom, he give me to, real food. He used to gnaw on my chin, like just because he was, uh, you know, the teething. And then when he got teeth, he still kept doing it. So he kept there, biting my cheek, right? There's that video of uh, that old family video we had. I remember like dad is like, in, I think you're recording and I'm like maybe like one or something and I'm crawling on dad in bed and he's laughing. I'm like biting him and then I bite him in the neck. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like really yeah. hard. He screams, yeah. like take me off. Oh, he was a bite. Yeah, he uh, would bite kids and he still. <laughs> I don't bite people anymore. Oh, <laughs> That's too funny, man. Okay, you have, I have another question. Go. So in our, in like our, our youth, if we, any trips that we went on, what was the most that we were like, we acted up? Was there like a family vacation that we really got, like that you remember that we were like, either of us got too crazy or causing too much of a ruckus? Uh, yes. I, you know, what? Uh, um, you probably remember we were in Australia and we got st- stuck up in, um, in Cairns cause it was the too much, storm. the rainstorm. You and Yanni had a hate it. Like you guys just went at each other yelling and in the, in the room, I don't know what set you guys off. It was the most that. I've heard you guys, like you were at each other. I can't remember what it was. And I remember somebody in the other room was yelling one of the other uh, guests because they put us up in this motel thing. They're saying, oh, I wish they'd be, sh- these kids would shut up. And I was like, <laughs> they're going to kick us out. Kids. They're going to kick us out, right? I don't remember that. Yeah, I remember. I remember that was the, the rainstorm. I don't remember fighting. Yeah, you and Yanni, for some reason, you were at it. I don't know what it was. And eventually dad came up and separated you guys or whatever. And then I'm freaking out because there's a big honking cockroach or something on the, <laughs> in the room. And it's like, get rid of that. Like we kind of changed the Actually, subject just now. Freaking out, like the kids are running like a cockroach. Yeah. <laughs> Crystals do something. You know these massive ant- uh, beetles or whatever in yeah. Australia. But I think that was the only one that kind of caused. Be for the most part, you guys were. I was okay. Sometimes you get just lectured here and there from your daddy if you were like yeah. overacting. But it's like you know you just wanted to vent steam. But you no, were fine. for me no, because every holiday that we took since my kids were born was going to Brazil. So every Christmas we went to Brazil and then my parents took care of the kids. So it was no fighting. They did whatever they want. <laughs> Frank just dropped us off. Okay. No, no. Frank's mom and dad. No, yeah. you know what? Like my mom has like a, my parents used to have like a, in the backyard, it was like a, yeah. a, a shed. Big, like it's it was not a shed. House. It was a piece of a land with all the fruits. So she has all the trees. So you were climbing the tree. John was climbing the tree. So for them it was something different. 
And all my cousins, they were dying to see those two kids that speak English. So the kids in the street <laughs> took care of the boys, my my relatives, everybody. So you had a break. Going a holidays, bit, yeah. no. Yeah. You know yeah, what, no George? Trouble. I'm going to say, I remember because you're probably alluding to the time in the, in the village when dad ran over your uh, your Game Boy. Oh, no, I, f- I forgot about oh, that. that one. <laughs> that one didn't affect me, but it affected you guys. Cause, cause you guys- Do you know this story? No. Oh, I never my told God. you guys? No. So I'll, yeah. Okay, so I'll tell this story. Um, <laughs> you can jump in my time yeah. if I miss something, but... To my mom's point, me and my brother fight more than anybody. I love the guy to death. He's one of my best friends. But like, I just, since I was young, I knew how to get under his skin. Like he was very like, you, like, like, like John, like he was calm. He would keep to himself, like, you know, like play his Game Boy, but I'm a shit disturber. So if he didn't share and I wanted, I always wanted to bug him. So anyways, we're in Greece and this is when the Game Boy Color came out. I had the black and white Game Boy. I bought it. It was like $80 Toys R Us. You took me, we bought it. But then Yanni had to one up me the next year and got the Game Boy Color. And I was, I was, I, I was jealous. I remember lime green Game Boy Color. We were in Greece on our way to the beach. We left the house and I wanted to play Yanni's. I'm like, let's switch. And my dad's like, just like one of them was like, just switch guys, like trade. And I was, Yanni wouldn't trade. He's like, let me finish. And I'm like, okay, I know how to get my way now. I'm just going to annoy my dad. So he yells at Yanni. So I start like really giving it to Yanni. And my dad's like, shut up. Cause my mom's like, she does this thing where she bites her fish. She's like, <laughs> you're gonna get it and like i'm like just keep going keep going my dad stops the car in the middle of the road grabs the game boy from yanni opens the door puts it under the tire (laughs) runs it over (laughs) twice drives away yanni is bawling i'm laughing i was like yes he doesn't get it i don't get it i'm happy and i had my black and white game boy still i went to the beach yanni like to this day that's we never forget about it's right at you know when you've been to nyata right when you first come in it says welcome to nyata sign exactly that point and yanni goes rest in peace every time he goes by. <laughs> yeah he's like never forget wow yeah. now now you know we know what? good uh, chris kringle yeah. for yanni might as well add to that i've gotten to i think two uh, uh game systems broken for yanni that he and he bought him himself i gotta give Yanni credit that guy was very he would save his money and buy like a toy that he wanted and he'd be happy for like a year with it but and i so had to be greedy off. so it happened again. He had an Xbox and I kept playing. I'm a dad who calls for dinner and I wouldn't go. I wouldn't listen. Y- Yanni was like, George, turn it off. Dad's going to break it again. And this is like <laughs> four years, five years later. He remembered. He remembers. He scarred. And he's like, he's going to break it. I was like, no, nah, he's not. Don't worry. I hear him running up the steps. Yanni shared a room. So I hear stomping up the stairs. Yanni's like, hide, hide, hide. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't do that. My dad takes it out of the wall, oh. goes downstairs and all we hear, garage door closes. Bang! <laughs> Yanni cried. Yeah, I don't Yanni even think he cried background. that time. I think R. he's like, see, I knew it, George. You always break my stuff. Yeah. yeah R.I.P. Yanni. Anyways, man. Yanni. I love, I love you, Yanni. I remember once. <laughs> Made us stronger. <laughs> Ricky had like one of, you know, those mushroom cuts with the little tail in the back. Sick, <laughs> sick ball cut. Yes. With the little those. tail in the back. And that tail took forever to grow. And that I remember. Yeah. And I remember he's talking to my dad. And my dad, hey, can I cut it there? Ricky, yeah, you can. Not thinking that he was really going to cut, so he picked up a scissors and you think he's pretending. He went there and click. <laughs> we just stopped and looked like, what did just happen? Ricky, look at my dad. What did you do? Because my dad showed the hair, right? <laughs> oh, you said I couldn't cut. <laughs> yeah, but I thought he was joking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, probably. When we went to Brazil, I'll never forget. My mom had like a first generation pong game. Like, you know, the. I don't even know how to explain it. It's like the Pong where it's like basically yeah, it's black and white. Black and white, and you're you get two controllers, you're on one side, you go oh, up and down, and the ball then? Pong. Pong. Pong? Yeah. 
So that was the only video system they had. And this is like PS1 and PS2. No, it, was, uh, it was called Pong. Sega Genesis Pong or something. I can't remember. No, I didn't. But me and John would literally, that's the only video game we could play. All the TV is in Brazil. They didn't have, you know, English channels, English subtitles, mm. nothing. So when people would come over, me and John would sit in the corner of like the living room. Because like the main TV was set up in one room. And then between the kitchen and the living room was this little like walkway where the uh, like stairs to go upstairs were. And we'd sit in this little like almost like a cubby. Playing Pong yeah. for hours and hours. And then we'd yeah. go outside and play soccer outside the church. That's I all. think I even brought the game here to Canada when after they when Yeah, we but we had real video games in Canada. I know. <laughs> we wanted to play Pong. Hey, that like was when I was a teenager. <laughs> no, the best is the story with your broken leg and John. Where it's like, so you're going to remember this in two seconds, mm. but okay, you tell it then. So uh, I broke my leg, so... We were going to skate and it was public skating. So Ricky didn't want to go. He was too small. So Frank stayed home and I go with John. So get to the arena. Probably Elaine's first time ever on ice. Yes, second. I just bought my skate. <laughs> so tie my skate, tie his skate. And John's going to the middle of the rink and he's going. Then all of a sudden I see that his laces got undone. So I'm shuffling to get to the middle. <laughs> Walking on the ice. Didn't jump or anything. Went on my knee, tie his lace, stand up and I broke my leg. Did you I like stay. slip like you fell? No, no. I just stand up. Probably I twist my foot or whatever. I stay eight months in a cast. So Eight months? Full cast. as soon as so, I give the phone number and John came and he's laughing. I'm crying, but he thinks I'm laughing. I'm crying. And he's <laughs> laughing. And I'm like, I'm not laughing, Come John. Me, I'm crying, John. <laughs> I'm crying. I'm not laughing. And he's laughing. And call somebody. And he's yeah, laughing. Yeah, that's all perfect now, John. So... <laughs> So, Eat it, buddy. I set you up for that story. <laughs> so he I called, laughed at you, he called like, the people in the arena and they called Frank. But that was literally five minutes. Yeah, Frank was minutes at home with the good son. With the good who son. Who was sleeping. Yeah. No, you were awake. It was daytime. <laughs> so for, they called the house and they said, I think something happened to your wife. And he said, Can it be? She just left. No, no, I think she broke her leg. So he's coming there and, and I'm so nervous. I like said to the guys, can you guys get me a cigarette? No, you can't <laughs> smoke here. I need to smoke it. So go to the hostel. They had to cut my pants and uh, Frank stayed with John and Ricky. I was, um, was in between, like I didn't need to have surgery. So they made a call. The same day, Pat, Moretti's uh, mother, yeah. her brother broke the leg at the same spot. Wow. And because he was the breadwinner and his wife was pregnant, so he chose to have the surgery. So he was in the cast for two months. I was in the cast for nine months. That was the most difficult time that I had. Because oh, you were not even time. two and John was not even four. So God tell it. I'm the tough one at home, right? Frank is the easy going. <laughs> so I had to put the kids in daycare because I can't take care of the kids. Frank had to go work. So in the morning, he would prepare everything for me to eat. Leave like a coffee sandwich. <laughs> a coffee. Bring it. Kick out bar in that <laughs> A jar, a sandwich. Suck it, Elaine. <laughs> and go work and bring the kids to daycare. So at nighttime, he needs to start getting the kids shower and everything. And since day one, I'm like the one, two. I don't need to say two and a half, two and three quarters. Three, you would get little body. So, spanking yeah. for people yeah. who don't know. Well, about and that word is a little oh, too no, rough. Man, they were spanking. Like, a, like a little, like a, yeah. Yeah. So then uh, Frank's giving the kids a shower. They're giving him a hard time. So John is screaming. Ricky's, I don't know why. Being perfect, showering, I'm no down, problem. Yes, I'm downtown. I'm downtown. I'm downstairs. 
And then Frank said, Elaine, please, they don't want to listen. Jonathan doesn't want to listen. They don't want to take a shower. So I said, Jonathan, here, come down here. He looked at me and said, mm-mm, you come up, man. <laughs> Yeah, John, say you you're up buddy. <laughs> Classic John. John knows his environment. It's like Anakin Skywalker. Eh? I know. I've got the high ground. <laughs> I was so mad that you couldn't go upstairs. And, you come up. My- <laughs> I, I, that was so funny. The one, two, three. My mom used to do that too. She'd be like, I'm going to count. And then she would do it. And for like years, we'd be scared. Then as we got older, I was like, is she really going to do anything this time? And I would test her a bit. And she'd go, I think I'm going to do it. Wait till your dad gets home. And then <laughs> I would start running. I'm like, no. George runs to his room, sweating buckets. <laughs> oh, my God. My mom knew how to get like, But I got to give her credit, though. She would, like, take us after school, all the soccer games, all, like, yeah. all that stuff. So, That's yeah. what I did. I was the driver. Yeah. 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 So, Up and down Aramel's Parkway for school. Yeah. No one, soccer one practice, just the games. Too, so when the kids went oh, to yeah, the daycare. Yeah. So they learned the English from me. I still have an accent, oh, right? This is a good one. So put it. This is why my hockey career went down the drain. <laughs> yes. So no. So Frank bring the kids to the daycare, and uh, by that time, I think I have half a cast, or I could not drive still, but I would go used to go with Frank. So one day, I get a phone call from one of the teachers at the daycare. Said, "Mrs. Liorti, I don't know you're saying swearing," <laughs> and I'm like, "John, John doesn't swear now." People that, that John, you're in trouble again, buddy. People that know me knows that nine out of ten words is a little <laughs> F here and there, right? Because it's not my first language. So I go to the school and I'm like, he's swearing. He doesn't swear. No, he's swearing. So I go there and they tell maybe the uh, he's saying the word F. And I'm like, he's saying fuck? I'm like, no. Yeah, yeah, he's look at him there. He's playing with a truck. <laughs> So I look at her, are you fucking for real? <laughs> it's a truck, it's not a fuck because he's a kid. Like, come on, even I know that. No. Ma, tell, the, tell the, my hockey story. Uh, That's oh hilarious. Yeah, like, a fuck, it's not a fuck, it's truck, he's a kid. Man. <laughs> like, I even know that. So when I grew up playing hockey, so you're a kid, you don't know like shin pads, jock, oh my God, pants. Yes. You don't know all these things. You just, your parents put on your gear for you. You get on the ice, you make snow angels or whatever. So Mind you, you yeah. he was double A, underage. So I was, they what, went to seven Saudi. years old? Yeah, like, You were eight years old whatever. playing for nine. Yes. I was legit. My hockey crew yes. was, oh, was yes. striving. Yes. <laughs> Ready? I'll let Elaine tell the story. This is where my hockey crew was. So uh, <laughs> they, they were scouting him. And uh, so we had two choice or go triple A the next year or that year play double A. So he was young. So, Double A was pretty good. So no, this is it was either Super Eight or Double A, a year up or Super Eight, because then we went tri- we went Triple A the year okay, after. Yes, so we go there. He started playing with the with the team. The coach's daughter is the other goalie, and I was better than her. So the deal was okay. So one game each, one game each. The whole season is going well. Uh, he developed a lot, so he became really good. He was like the girl was really good in the beginning, but he was really really good after, right? So playoff comes. So before playoff, the coach comes to me and Frank and says, "So now is the good, now is the real deal. Whoever plays better stays." Okay, no problem. So Lane Frank, like, yeah, my kid's sick. <laughs> so the whole season, they know how I talk, they know my accent, they know all my words, but whatever. So the girl. I think she played the first game and she did not play good. Next game, 
Ricky start. He play awesome. So the next game he's supposed to play. And so the other game. At one point, he's supposed to play and they didn't put him on. And I'm like, the coach called me and they said, oh, Frank Lane, you know, there's a situation here. Uh, <laughs> your son is making, uh, what did they say? In- Something inappro- he made an inappropriate, inappropriate comment. comment. To, like, to Holly or whatever so, this girl's yeah, name Yeah, whatever her name is. And I'm like, really? So I remember I'm a good kid at this point. Yeah, you're the good kid. And I never like would uh, go against the coach. So I came home and I said, Ricky, what did you say? I didn't say nothing. And I'm like, Ricky, you must said something because they don't want to put you to play. I didn't say nothing. I'm like, okay, so going on, we're doing the things. And then all of a sudden he said, uh, I went to the coach and I mean, what? Was a sexual inappropriate comment. I'm like, sexual inappropriate comment. Like the fucking kid is eight. Okay, <laughs> so we go there and... And I keep asking the other coach, can you tell me exactly where he said? Because this is not funny. Like, he's something serious. Now, he said to me, well, he told the goalie, well, don't you have a pee-pee protector? No, I, I said, <laughs> I said, because I didn't know what a jock was. I didn't know it was called yeah. a jock. I thought, my mom told me it was a pee-pee protector. That's what I always so, said. I didn't I, know what it was called. I asked, I asked this female goalie, I said, why do you have a pee-pee protector if you don't have a pee-pee? <laughs> Like this. So, I know it was called the Jill. Sorry. Hey, Thanks, Don Cherry. You didn't teach me that one. I didn't even know the name of that whole thing. So I called the coach and I gave it. I'm like, are you effing kidding me? He's a pee-pee protector. I know he's a pee-pee protector. He learned from me. Like, why did we say the whole season? Now, just because he's playing better, you're going to throw me the pee-pee protector? I don't think so. Uh, I haven't heard that. Yeah, I, Elaine, <laughs> Elaine, were you the parent at the games that was like going no, nuts, losing? No, no, no. no or you just no, only if something cheer, was stupid, you would like you would. Oh step no, in. I was. Um, what was that cheer? Holy moly, what a goal! Holy moly, what a goal! <laughs> <laughs> with a two-liter bottle of coke with the chain inside. <laughs> oh, yes, I remember that. Oh, oh wow. man, yeah. the guy is too funny. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this was going through like now we're kind of got through the youth and the you know when you were younger. We gotta move to uh, we'll move to the point where like me and Ricky kind of cross paths, and we went away to university. So mm-hmm. obviously, I think we've said this in the show before. Ricky and I met when we were at, at school, but we were both in the same residence, right, Elgin Hall. So when you guys dropped us off for a first f- first date, we still didn't know each other then. But what was it like knowing that like you're one of well, John? I guess was already at university, but like what was it like dropping him off, us off at university and like knowing that. You know, the next four years, we're not going to be home as often and all that. Your kids are going to blossom into men. <laughs> Took me, a, took it me was, a while. <laughs> it was actually, well, it was kind of, it was, it was tough actually initially. I was okay with you guys going away. I think your dad was finding it harder, which is strange because he left home as a young, you know, 17 year old. So he experienced, I didn't. Uh, I mean, I could have gone away if I wanted to, but I didn't care to go away. But uh, letting them go away, I was okay because I think they needed to grow on themselves uh, the one thing I did help George when he was moving into Elgin Hall, I did put the beers in his luggage. So it would, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yes. we kind of filled it in there. It's like, George, if you get caught, it's your fault. I remember it was, you guys got me Heineken. I remember that. Yeah, we I put it in between his clothes and his luggage. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's like, they better not see this. Anyways, it was tough because it's like, it's hard. But I knew that like, he was close by. And I remember once he got sick and I was away on a trip with George, I remember. Is that I when think, I get my tonsils out? No, we had the mono. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 You were at Elgin, I believe. Yeah, it was yeah. the first year. Yeah, first year. And here I am. It was April. He's there for university, for exams. And then he calls me and I'm away. And he goes, Mom, I'm really sick. I said, well, what do you want me to do? I'm in New York. He goes, your dad's home. Drive home, you right? You those beers left. <laughs> <laughs> But it was hard because he had to learn to do things for himself. And I think he needed it. So I was okay with it. I mean, we were there. He'd come home more often in the beginning. And then he wasn't as home, home as often as before. I think he found it more harder being away when he was traveling as Vacation George than when he was away at university. Wait, sorry. I, was, I found it harder to be away. Yeah. Yeah. That was harder for you yeah. and for us when he was away traveling compared to when they were away in university. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Because you also, yeah. like, you, you, as like I got, you know, you go going for your sorry, going away from university the first time I'm away from home. So like the beginning, you miss home a bit. You still be like, okay, can I do this for four years? And then you start to realize how fun it is. Yeah, and, and then, then I you became get buddies, buddies with this guy yeah. who's out all the time. So well, I was like, oh, yeah. this is awesome. You did come home sometimes in the weekend, right? Yeah, and yeah. when you were traveling, but, it was a little hard. Yeah, it was yeah. hard because you didn't see him as much. Plus you were, but he was more the homesick, I think, then. Too, right? Yeah, but I think he was okay. I mean, um, it, like he got used to it. And then his sister went the following year because they're only a year apart. So she ended up at Western. So I think then they, they, they connected and then his brother went the year after. So three years in a row, yeah. we were unloading them. So it was, but yeah, by three years, like they were gone. So for two years, we were empty nest. For but us, like uh, when John went, like I start preparing myself about six months before. I'm like, oh shit, no, they're growing up. They're going to go away. So when John went away, was kind of like I prepare myself and people say, yeah, yeah, just because you prepare yourself, you have a Ricky. Ricky's a big part of the house because uh, when Ricky's you home. You can't miss me. You can't miss me. There's no silence in the house. He's always doing TikToks running around all the time. <laughs> I, I legit, every day I walk in the house, no matter what, I say, hello, everyone's favorite son is home. Yes. Like, that's oh, how yeah. you enter the house. I'm yes. I like that. He you does know? that all the time. But like, you know when Ricky's home. Like his presence is very strong because he doesn't shut up either, right? So yeah. He's always making noise and music and this and that. So people say, yeah, you're saying that because uh, you still have one home. So when Ricky went, it was like, oh my God, now we don't have nobody. So you think you're going to be depressed, but I guess because we had to prepare ourselves. Oh my God, we can go to a movie Wednesday night. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need Wait, to go today. Yes, the kids are gone. So yeah, we start like doing things that you could do freely. Yeah. It's the PG-13, the show, so we can say everything. <laughs> <laughs> but you know Damn. what I mean? Then you had the, then when Ricky started like promoting there, he invited us to go. So we would go for dinner once a week to see the boys. So it was kind of like, it was nice because... We are in a different time. Like yeah. our life was a little bit more calm, like financially, everything you don't need to work as hard. Then when the kids growing up, like you work a lot more. So it was good. Like people say, you go to London, just go for a dinner. Yeah, go see my kids. You become, go for a dinner. You become like boyfriend, a, girlfriend again almost. Yeah, like, and then right? you like can go beginning. see the boy. And that's it like was, a date night. You're going down like yeah. a vacation. You know how nice it was when like, okay, see you guys later. I, can I don't go even now. know the name of the club, but we arrived there. Reserve Barking, for Mr. and Mrs. Barking for whatever. Like was, yes, it was so nice. Like, you know, so when the kids leave at home, tab, Frank. <laughs> you never see the kids, right? Like they are always in the bedroom texting or doing something. Yeah. When they used to come back, you have a dinner, you have something to talk about, yeah. right? They so, appreciated yeah, it. They yeah. actually appreciate it. They so, like coming home for the dinners. Yeah, it was yeah. a different phase, but it was nice too. Yeah. That's funny too, because even now, I think that makes you appreciate it more. Like mom, to your point, 
going to university, I remember like the first year as it went on, even a second year, I lived alone second year. And like, I actually liked having my space. I'm like, I feel like I, I enjoy it. So I didn't like, I'd go home sometimes and less and less years went on. And, but then when I was done university, I wanted to be home more. And even now as I'm older, like you appreciate even more, right? So like going home for family dinners, all that stuff, it, it, it's nicer because you get to experience that. Hey, I'm yeah. enjoying the quarantine here with the Rick at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we get along very well. Except you know it's time that you need to leave the house when someone's breathing starts bothering you. <laughs> like, we'll be sitting there watching a movie and I'll be beside my dad and it's just... <sighs> he stopped breathing. He in stops the breathing and it's a big... <sighs> and I'm like, Dad, just breathe normally. He's like, I'm not trying to do it. I'm like, okay, so I get that. But please, for me, try and breathe normally. Like, I get you're not doing it purposely. So purposely try and be normal. And he's like, okay. <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> That's so true. Oh, oh my man. God. That's like, yeah, man. Stuff yeah. starts to annoy you, I think, when you're just around too many. Like, yeah, the same that's like, what it was. Like, now me and my dad are allowed to go to work again. So we got back from Vegas. We had all three of us were there. Me, my mom, my dad. And John was there, but he's down with Virgie at their house. So I said, if I get a quarantine, I'm going to as well go to my parents' house. I got a bigger house. I got a backyard. I got great cooking. I don't got to clean. Like, this is awesome, right? I'm living the dream. 30-year-old living at home. Awesome. <laughs> so the first week was fine. And then the second week, you're like, I need to get out of this house. Like, I need to just <laughs> do something. Like, I'm, I'm just watching a movie, and all I can hear is, <sighs> no. The first and second I'm like, week, fuck, no. Dad, you're killing me here. No, the first second week, like we had a schedule. He would make a schedule every day. Monday night is a show. Tuesday night is a puzzle. Wednesday night is a game. So we had a schedule every day. So. First two weeks is okay, and then you start to, like, you can't do nothing, right? Yeah, so, you get stuck yeah. after a while. Yeah. yeah. You got another one? Oh, Let's pull it up. Another question. So I saw it. I was going to ask it, but the one number, number 13 is kind of like just a boost for ourselves. Yeah. No, no, but before we get there, um, <laughs> so we, talk, we talked about empty nesters, right? Yeah. You guys were both empty nesters. Which part hit you the hardest? Was it when we, when they, when we all left and you were empty nesters for sure? Or is it when one of us came back and then you had a connection with one? Not the other, because for example, Ma, me and John came home at the same time, so it was easy. Mm -hmm. We both John left early, then I left. And it was four years straight of empty nesting. But Anastasia, yours was different because it was one after the other after the other. But then Yanni also came home too. So what was the hardest part, like adjusting when we left or when we came back? I think probably, I have to say, when you came back, I think when you guys came back, it was almost like, oh my god, like it's like my house was a disaster. It's like, what the hell happened? <laughs> <laughs> Stuff was everywhere. And it's like, guys, okay, you know what? We got to set limits. This Get is, out of my house. This is not kids. a dorm, right? <laughs> the kitchen had all everything on it. I said, guys, I actually got used to you guys not being here. Not that I don't want them around, but it's like you get into a different routine. You kind of like set your standards a little bit like, oh, I don't have to cook. I don't have to, you know, when you get dad, uh, Chris saying, okay, what are the kids? Eat? I don't care. Let them figure it out. <laughs> Let them fend for themselves. Let them fend for themselves. George like, is still eating bread. Just make a little bit extra. <laughs> they'll, they'll eat the, what's left over. I'm not worrying about them. They, they took care of themselves for four years outside of the house. Forget it. We're going out for dinner. <laughs> yeah. But it's funny. Cause now dad's so like, he, when he come over for family dinners, now he's so proud. He'll make a meal Yeah, and he'll like walk uh, us through yeah. the whole recipe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he'll be sitting at the table. This is the best. And like I tell, like, I don't, he just, he's so proud of it when we're all there. Like Mark comes over because we have Tuesday night family dinner yeah. with everybody so like back then he'd be like you guys can cook like you know how to cook and we do like Yanni actually 
Yanni took up cooking as like a hobby, but we can all kind of make our own stuff. But like now, he'll call me. He's like, "Come here for dinner, okay? We're gonna have this is the menu." And he like, it's everything. Oh, wow! And but then we'll be sitting at the table eating, and we're all talking. We're all having a conversation. All like, you know, how's everyone doing? I'm sh- we're across the table, and then out of nowhere, my dad go. So this is the recipe. I put it like while while we're talking, he's like, it's, like it just starts mid sentence. So this is rabbit, and it's got this and this, or this is steak, and I did it this. We're like. What? Where are you coming from? We didn't even ask. But he's like so proud. He'll tell us the recipe. And he just loves cooking. But it's honestly very, very, very grateful good. for it. Yeah. No, the so best fun. is I remember I was over for one of the dinners and Chris yeah. looks at me at one point. He's like, it's like the potatoes? We got them at this store down there on whatever. <laughs> the Greek guy, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Everything Greek is the best. <laughs> Oh man, Chris is a phenomenal cook. Yeah, he is. I, I don't yeah. complain. It's like you know what? Chef on that. Yeah. yeah, you don't yeah. appreciate it as much when you're younger either. Like now, I like I I, mean, I look forward to going home. He'll even like to not to say we're not grateful, but even now it's like becoming so much. Like with this quarantine, like my mom and dad are up like uh, up north, so he'll call me. Like, okay, I'm making this tonight. Who wants some? I'll drop it off. And it's like every day I'm like, okay, this is getting exhausting. How many meals can you cook, man? Like, <laughs> no. like I'll bring it to you. I'll bring it to you. We're like, dude, you're supposed to quarantine. No, don't worry. I'll be there tomorrow. I'll bring it for you. <laughs> I won't leave the car. Yeah. Don't leave it. I'll leave it at your doorstep. But don't oh, worry. I got hat, uh, gloves and masks. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, for me, that uh, was the realization that my kids yeah. grow up and they were not going to come back home. Because both of them came and they went to live alone. So you still have the hope and they like... That's where you grow them to be, man. But then the time yeah. come and like, holy shit. Now they're not coming back. So Yeah, I know. That you, was the You know what when they get to an age it's like, well, that's a, like that's, that's like yeah. twenty years of raising them. That's not yeah. a lot. That it that looks sounds like a lot when they're little. Oh my god, twenty years of doing but they're gone like goes eighteen, so fast. nineteen. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. crazy how time flies too. <clears throat> 20 like years that. is not a long time. Well, guys. think about it. You guys so like I've known we've known each other, like Rick and I for like 2008 12 years almost, but you yeah. guys met on that trip when we went to Canada oh my god it was awesome. Canada, and that was yeah. that was oh, 2011 we were talking about that no, 2012 so that's eight years yeah and that, that that's how we th- first met yeah. like i didn't know you and then george because george comes home and goes you know i'm gonna go to dominican for my reading week right and it's well, okay rick, well rick had invited me to come he's like my parents are renewing their vows do you want to come and then I was like, yeah. And then I said it. To, oh, sorry. No, you, yeah, you told me. It goes, I'm going to go to Dominican. You know, why don't you guys come? But you didn't tell us anything about the renewing. I don't remember being. Yeah, yeah. About the renewing of the vows and that. I was it's like, it's a party. Just come down. And, <laughs> and it's like, okay, we'll ask your dad. I don't know. Because, you know, we usually just go to Greece, right? We haven't gone to the Caribbean. So it's like, okay. We booked Chris and I. And then uh, Georgia and Yanni go, well, can we come, right? So we try to book them. And then we booked them the next day. The follow- you, We yeah, went down Thursday. Yeah. We went Thursday. You went with. Elaine and the, the yeah. whole group, the larger group on the Friday. And then Georgia and Yanni came on the Saturday the and they were day, li- yeah. in the yeah. other area of the resort, but they put them closer. Yeah. And uh, yeah. we were there Thursday. I don't know if I met anybody on Thursday from, I don't think I did. And then Friday, you guys roll up in the bus and you had all your tops and everything. Oh, and it's yeah. like, okay. Now I know, like, <laughs> no, we had, yeah, we had the renewing the vows yeah, and the yeah, t-shirts yeah, and that, yeah. the ones that were misspelled. Right? Yeah. <laughs> they were, Oh yeah, and yeah. then uh, we just all clicked. Just like the pals. Yeah, yeah. we just all cl- like it was just all connected. I, know, I remember you calling me. Yeah, it's a perfect yeah. storm. Yeah, yeah, I called Elaine to figure out the the, the booking of the Can trip. Can we come? That could be our last trip with the kids. Yeah, that They're was one of the last, ready. one of the many last trips <laughs> as a family because we had so many. That, that's what like, me and George been selling Can our vacations to the rest of the crew. Yeah, yeah. this yeah. might be our last one, boys. We gotta go. <laughs> Saying that since like 04 or 08. 08, Yeah, but we all just connected as as all the all the parents. That was a great. Like, I think the parents outnumbered there. the kids and the parents yep. were, you know, we were all, everybody got along so well. Yeah. There was somehow, everybody was connected somehow too. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah. That made it really fun, honestly. Like, cause we did like the year before, we done Cancun and stuff. But that trip to me was still like one of the best. Everyone got along. Like, there'd be you know no some group, like some yeah some yeah. parents in the in the pool with the kids or some guys in the beach like playing volleyball. Yeah. Honestly, that was so fun. We met, I think, twice for a big big dinner together. Yeah, yeah. you know, plus the, the wedding, yeah. the wedding. Yeah, yeah, the catamaran trip. The catamaran. Yeah, that was that really, was yeah. really fun. That and was then you guys went to a rave and you lost your wallet. Yeah. Eric Murillo, never forget yeah. Eric Murillo. That's the first time I've ever in my life, the first and only time I've lost like a wallet or something significant was that was there, and I was convinced yeah. I, I got pickpocketed. Got pickpocketed, you said yeah. And I was, I remember we're on the bus going in, and I I was convinced that it was our guide. He was like a scam artist. But <laughs> I probably dropped it, oh. but I was like, I think it's him. But then I was like, you know what, guys, we're here now. Can't do anything about it. Rich's hey. like, I got fifty bucks. You're fine. <laughs> we went, we partied, we got back at like like two or something. And then you walk in because I lost my wallet. Maybe he was related to the guy in the boat. All the boat, the parasailing guy. Oh, that was even scary for me. We got back. I remember we got back. It was like 545, 535 for it because the sun was just starting to set and we had the walkie talkies and we jokingly paid somebody. Frankie gave the walkie talkie. And Kent Wallace picked up. He's like, we're heading to the beach. Who's this? I'm like, oh shit, somebody's up. I'm like, I gotta go. And dad sees me in the morning I'm on the phone trying to cancel my credit cards and he's like, what happened? I lost my wallet. Oh, you think it's funny? Someone's going to steal your identity in the Dominican? Take your <laughs> I was like, Dad, what are they going to do? If, if I lost it like a couple hours ago. They can take a couple hundred bucks. The bank's going to cancel my card. <laughs> oh, you think it's a game? You think it's a joke? Eh? Money grows on trees. I was like, okay, Dad. I lost the debit card. I know a credit card. I'm sure it's getting canceled. Oh, my God. Anyways, that was, yeah. That was a good one. That was, we that need was to do a reunion. Yeah. Yes, yes. We yeah, start planning. Yeah, we'll plan. Well, next we might, well, have, we might have we might have uh, can't travel for a while now, but George, Greece next summer will be if we go five years from when we is went it five for, years. Yeah, five yeah. years for Georgia and Mark's wedding anniversary. Oh, heck yeah! In so August, they're, next they're, August, next year August. Not this a five year anniversary like yeah. party in in one of us. Yeah. Sign me up. We'll see. Let's go. Let's go. Let's yeah. We have a year to get the vaccine. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay. First in line. <laughs> <laughs> We got we got two more questions. Okay. So, what is the most angry you've ever been at one of us? Oh, I know. Or so, mom. Oh, you know Anastasia. that fast? I know. Okay, I know. Okay, let's hear it, Anastasia. Never... Go. Is it my is, mom needs more time to say it on this? I know. Yes, yeah, don't worry. Okay. I, you know what it was? At uh, I think it was about one 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 thirty in the morning. I get a call oh, from yeah. George. I know this story. Says, "Ma, you got to come pick me up, or I'm going to be thrown in jail." I said, "What?" <laughs> I said, George, it's 1.30 in the morning. He goes, you've got to come up here and get me because they kicked us out of the campground and we're in the police station. I said, oh my God. So you were one step to get <laughs> So uh, I, yeah. I woke up his, uh, oh, your dad. That's definitely the maddest he's been with me ever. And your brother. And I said, okay, we got to go up and get bail, get George because he's got kicked out of some campground. It was in Alliston, I remember. Yeah. So we go and apparently... The whole Chris group. Is just swearing the I think whole this is high up. school, though, isn't uh, it? Grade twelve summer. Yeah. yeah, he they were making a ruckus in the campground. No, no, after first year, I think. <laughs> was it? It was your high school buddies, oh, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. And we had the Volvo. Yeah. So we go pull up into the police station, and uh, and then uh, I. I don't know if I told you dad was coming up, but anyways. And when I was, called you first because I'm yeah, not calling my dad. Yeah. <laughs> but, anyways, but he walks in. Anyways, he goes in to get them. And the rest of your friends are hanging outside. And uh, he's they're explaining that how they're very loud and rowdy. And I can imagine who had the loudest voice. So mm-hmm. they got kicked out of the campground. But they were giving heck to the police, too. They were getting, these guys were giving them lip. So, no. So <laughs> what happened, say. this is what I remember. Because we were at the campground. We get there. But we were pulled up like. 
10, I don't know, 10, 12 people. We had the campsite. We'd gone this place, like, I think grade 11 in that summer. We did a couple of times. We did, excuse me, camping trips. And I remember when we pulled in, the, the, we got to our site, and there was a bunch of us. It was daytime. We had a couple of beers, but I saw the security going around. They kept circling our site. Right away, myself and all our friends knew. We're like, they're, guys, they're watching us. So we got to be careful because they're definitely, look, see, as kids, they're going to you know, just look for any excuse. The, the security is now at like 11 p.m. We're by the fire drinking. I mean, probably being a little bit loud. Or maybe it was like 10. And he's like, curfew's at 11. You guys got to keep it down. If we come back again, you're kicked out. We're like, I'm like, listen, like you told us once. If you come back, we'll, we'll shut it down right away. Just give us a heads up. Well, we'll try to keep it down. That's, so we had an hour. It was not even five minutes later. Flashlights go on. He's like, you guys are out of here. I'm like, I get up because under my name, the campground, I was like, what do you mean we're out of here? I was like, I just asked you, can you give us a courtesy? We'll go to sleep right now. No, you got to go. I said, and then, then I'm starting to get a little bit pissed off. And I was like, okay, I got to be smart now and figure this out. So he's like, you got to go. I was like, oh, now I'm being an asshole. I'm like, we're not leaving. We're not going anywhere. He's like, you have to. I was like, you we can't go. We're drinking. You can't put, it's a, I'm not a lawyer, but I'm pretty sure it's illegal to make us get in a car and drive. Like I can get arrested for a DUI. I can kill myself. So he's like, okay, we'll call the cops. I was like, that's fine. Call them. I thought he was, I thought this guy, I called my bluff. Now goes by and no one shows up. Then these OP people, I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I'm going to jail. First thing I get my phone, I'm like, ma, I'm not going to jail. I'm calling you right now. <laughs> right away, I freaked out. I was like, I'm supposed to go to university next year. Like, my life's <laughs> over. But then I started talking to the cop. He's like, where's George? Where's George Boutsalis? He comes over. I was like freaking out. I'm sweating, trying to be serious and like tough. He's like, you got to go. I was like, I was like, sir, I cannot drive. I have been drinking. You cannot put me in harm's way. I'm going to sue. I'll sue you if I get in trouble. <laughs> That's when I was like, oh, so stupid. I caught my dad on the phone. I was like, my, my dad's going to talk to you. This is Mr. Boutalis. Yeah. He's like, your son's, uh, your son's in trouble. Then that's when you guys came up. Yeah, we came up. And, and then, then, but then the cop at the end was like, listen, cause he was, he said, I, this, I remember he's like, you were right. You can't drive. So, so they told our cars, but my still didn't at the end of it. My dad didn't let me hear the end of that one. The whole drive home. Yeah. I'm trying to explain okay, myself. So that's what happened. Cause the, the, I went into the, with the OPP into the campsite because they loaded up the car. The guys in the campground just loaded up our car. So I had to go get the car. So I got, I went, picked up the car, went back to the police station. I said, Yanni, come in the car with me. Your brother's going with that. Oh. <laughs> so the whole ride down from like 89 and 400 all the way to the West end of yeah. Mississauga. You oh. were in the ride with dad. I said, that's what he's going to have his yes, lecture. <laughs> I was trying to explain yes, myself and I, he's like, no, no. And the, no, actually no, no, no. his friends ended up, they put them up in the motel up at the Alliston. The, the police. The cops were actually really nice after. They were okay. Yeah. They understood. They go, yeah. we get it. They're Young, whatever, but you know what? They just need a little bit of you know reality check and yeah. be careful. We probably were being a little rambunctious, but for the record, I don't have a criminal record. Just so everyone knows, I did not get arrested. <laughs> no, he didn't. I did not. That's the only time. Talk he my had, way out of it. That's really the only time he had any interaction, I believe, with the police that I know of. That you, that you know of. That I know of. <laughs> no, no, never, never. What about what about yeah, Ma, So for me, one story that keeps in my mind. So both of my boys became a swimmer. So they are in co competitive swimmer and uh, they become a really close group of friends, just like hockey or any sports that you play. So John is driving already and they were going to Canada's Wonderland. So we are at home and I said, hey, John, and the boy, somebody's going to come and pick them up, right? So John and Ricky are going to Wonderland. So I, I wanted some kind of ice cream and I said, hey, John, can you go downstairs in the fridge in the basement and get the ice cream? And he said, yeah. And then he looked at me and said, you always ask me. Why can you ask Ricky? I'm like, yeah, you're right. Ricky, go get the ice cream downstairs. <laughs> no, I'm not. I said, why? You ask John. I said, yeah, I know I ask John, but he always does things. So you go get it. No, I'm not going. 
you go, I'm not going, you go, I'm not going. So I said, you know what? If you don't go get it, you're not going to go to Wonderland. Okay, fine, I'm not going. Now. And for those who know me, I am stubborn as fuck. Uh, sorry, 2019 and prior, Ricky was stubborn as fuck. I'm a change Still man. Stubborn. And people that knows me knows <laughs> I when know I tread, I go all the way. I, not that I'm going to bluff. So I said, Ricky, go get the ice cream. No, I'm not going. Ricky, go get it. No, I'm not going. You ask John, you change your mind. That's your problem. And I'm like, you're not going to Wonderland. That's fine. So time came. The kids came. I don't even know who was driving, but somebody came. I said to John, John, just go around the block that he's going to realize that he's missing going to Wonderland. <laughs> going to change his mind and go. Okay. So John goes around the block. Are you happy now? Go get the ice cream. I'm not going to get it. <laughs> So you're not going. That's fine. John comes back. And I'm like, are you kidding me? You're not going to go just to prove a point. Go get the freaking ice cream. It's like 12 steps down. Not going. Not going. Not going. So they left. He stayed. I got so mad. I said, no, if you're not going to go now, you're going to fucking get the ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to apologize. So he did got the ice cream. Do you think he apologized? No. 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 The next day. I'm sorry, Ma. No, the next day he wrote a, le a little paper. I'm sorry he threw from upstairs. <laughs> but he did not say those words. <laughs> they come out of his mouth. On, no. Only out of his hand. He's stubborn. The other good one. Actually, surprisingly, Ma, you took this one very well. So when we were in Chetro Scuola, this is when we were oh, yes. about 16, give or take. Oh, this I is World this Cup. Me and, let's say, there's like 80 of us or 60 of us. So we're in Italy for the World Cup. Italy Finals, playing France. Yes. <laughs> we had just got to Italy. It's our first day on a three-week trip. How old is Trento School? So Trento School, is, they do it every summer. It's like when you go? 16, give or take. 16, yeah. 15, 16, 17, in that range. So we're at Trento School. We just got to Italy. We were in okay, uh, Abruzzo. Before they left, I said, please... Make sure that I don't get a phone call. Because if you get a phone call, they put you in the airplane and you're back. No problem, I swear. I'm a good kid. I'm a good kid. So we get there. And mind you, we didn't know Italy was going to be playing France the night that we arrived. So we arrive in the morning. Everyone takes a nap because we're all jet like We get up. The World Cup final is on. And you're in Italy. Like It, it doesn't... There's no more... Like, don't get any better. better. Yeah, it's yeah. a recipe for a perfect storm. So me and Fusco, and one of our, our good buddies at the time... We ended up living with that Western, actually. So we walked down the beach, and we're like, you know, if we walk far enough, they will be out of their circle for their rounds because the chaperones, they do rounds, and they go into the old bars to make sure you're not drinking. Now, another thing, so, Fusco's grandfather is the one they started. Yeah, the Fusco's grandpa was like heavy-duty. He at, started at, it? He's like super high up. They have a wing. They have a wing. they have a wing named after him at, at uh, the Columbus Villa Columbo, Yeah, Villa Columbo. Cool. So Fusco's high up there. So me and Fusco, we're like, you know what? We'll walk as far, like probably like two, three kilometers. We're out of the range of the, the chaperones. We're good. So we walk into this little bar to watch the soccer game. And the guy comes up and he's like, hey, my buddies, you guys are back. And me and Fusco look at each other like, heck yeah, man, we're back. How's it going? <laughs> so this guy saw him, brings out his little baby, his wife, and like pretending that like, he thought we were the kids from last year. So we played along with it all the time. So we're drinking and, you know, like it's the World Cup. Italy wins the World Cup in a crazy game. Like it's, that's a Zinedine Zidane headbutt game. Yeah. Like just nuts. So we're absolutely tuned. We walk back. We make it home. Everything's okay. We get in. We made, it, we made it on time for our curfew too. So people came in after us. So we get in. And I forget why, but like I guess someone must have saw us or something wobbling down the, the beach. And so it's like 3 a.m. at this point. We get a knock on my door. It's like, I'm like, shit. And I, was, I think I was rooming with Tersini at the time. I'm like, Ters, go get the door. He's like, no. Nah, I'm like, all right. So I open the door. 
He's like, and I'm in my boxer. She's like, Mr. Lurie, I need to talk to you. I'm like, okay. He's like, meet me downstairs. I'm like, okay. So I close the door. I run to the balcony. I'm like, Fusco, Fusco. He's in the room beside me. I'm like, Fusco, we're about to get a shit. Pretend you're sleeping. Don't answer the door. Don't answer the door. By the time he had already been to Fusco's room. So we both go downstairs and he starts giving us this lecture about drinking. And we had to admit something. Cause like we obviously were hammered. So I'm like, <laughs> we had one breezer. We're like, okay, we're 16, one breezer. That's a good, you know, fair enough. That'll get you drunk, right? So he's like, you know, in the morning, I'm going to call your parents. So at this point, I'm like, I'm not going to lie. I'm like a little shitty, but you just had one of the craziest nights of your life as a 16 year old. Like, this is awesome. Like if I go home, it is what it is. You know, if I die, I die kind of thing. Right. <laughs> so in the morning, it's, it was 9 a.m. or sorry, 10 a.m. Italy time, which is 4 a.m. Toronto time. No, I think the phone call was one o'clock there. There was seven o'clock in Toronto because so I used it, to it was say, early. if the phone doesn't ring until seven o'clock, I'm good. Yeah. So regardless, it was early. And I'm like, look, man, if you call my mom now, she's going to think I'm like dead or I got hurt and like, it's not going to go well for you. And he's like, no, I got to let her know you're going to be in trouble. We might have to send you home. And I'm like, man, if you tell her I'm going home, like you're going to get an earful, man. It was one breezer. And he's like, no, but I'm like, all right, man, fuck. And like this one, me and Fusco are like, we're sweating here. We're like, I'm like, Fusco's for sure getting in you're trouble. You're hoping like, that he doesn't call your I'm mom. I'm like, yeah. Like- so he calls my mom and all I hear is one, Mrs. Liorty. We have a situation. You, like, I can't hear my mom on the other end, but I can, you make up where it's like, is he okay? Like, everything okay? Yeah, he's fine. But he was caught breaking the rules. Well, what'd he do? Like, well, he was drinking. My mom's like, okay, well, is he okay? Yeah, he's fine. But he was drinking. Mom's like, oh, how much did he drink? And then I'll never forget this. He goes, one breezer. And on the other end, I hear, <laughs> okay, what else? Because <laughs> my mom knew I, I had some drinks, right? She's like, what else? He's like, well, it's not the, the point of how many he drank. The point is that he, he broke the rules. My mom was like, well, is he okay? She's like, yeah, I said he's okay. But he drank. My mom was like, well, one breezer is like, you can have that at dinner. It's not a big deal. It's, it's a breezer. It's not even a beer. Like, what's a beer? No, you know, we might have to send him home. My mom was like, you're not sending him home. I paid for this trip. Like, he's staying on this trip. So then, and I'm like, looking, I'm like, thank God. I'm like, Fusco, I hope yours goes better than mine. I hope yours goes as good as mine. So long story short, Elaine pulled one, pulled a huge one on this dude, Mr. Petrocelli. He's got a daughter that's around our age. If you're listening, Mr. Petrocelli, I told you it wasn't going to work out well for you. <laughs> so we, uh, long story short, me and Fusco ended up getting in trouble. We had to walk around and chaperone, but we had cell phones at this point. So we would text all our buddies where we were so that they wouldn't get caught by us basically chaperoning with this principal guy. So No, I also get a second phone call the year. You know the FCKY oh, t-shirts? Yeah. Uh, yeah. He had the FCKY T.O., and he calls me to say that he's wearing something inappropriate. Actually, two things. You know, like the you boxer, you were a boxer, right? So yeah. you know the bad boy brand. <laughs> yes, I, I was a boxer. Okay, so my mom used to bring like those bad boy, um, a little like UFC speedo shorts, kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. So he had the bad boy with the FCKY t-shirt, and he called me to say he's wearing something inappropriate. And I mean, what? Something that has two eyes in the back, and the. <laughs> F, uh, F t-shirt. I'm like, F t-shirt? What F t-shirt? Something that is similar to F-U-C-K. I'm like, no. It's a brand. It's a literally, like, it's not. Yeah, yeah. French Connection. That's what yeah, it's French Connection, connection UK, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, no, no. That's not No, no, don't call me again. Lose my number. <laughs> and Bad Boys is a brand in Brazil for a boxer for the UFC. <laughs> Seems like you guys have mostly had our backs growing up. Even my mom, when, I, when I'd get in, tr- mostly when it was my dad who'd get mad. It's like, <laughs> mom's like, don't tell your dad. He's going to give you shit. And she goes, go, <laughs> just, just go hype. Get out of here. Go, go, go. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. okay. This, this is a good question to end off with. What is the most proud or your proudest moment of us? 
It's so funny. Just, just, yeah, just praise us. Tell us how much you, you like. <laughs> Dude, hey, you know what's quick though? They were so quick to think about the most angry they were. Neither of them jumped out of their seat to answer this question. Thanks, guys. Oh. Anastasia's like, oh shit, I gotta think of something quick here. <laughs> and um, I had this question, like, and she had the question. <laughs> Thanks, mom. In my head, it's like, okay, what was the best moment Thank- of my life with George? <laughs> Thanks a lot. Besides being, you know, come. Being bored? No. Ah, uh, uh, it's been downhill from there. Uh, <laughs> no, you know what? I have a picture actually, and uh, it's great because I guess in his graduation, I look, I look at him and said, "George, look who's laughing now." I remember yeah. because in uh, high school, he's a tough kid. Like he, we all knew, and I know he has it in him to be a great student. He, he's. You know, he's got the brain. He's got the brain. He just sometimes... First time I've ever heard that. Does not <laughs> Sometimes it's it. too big to fit through a door. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to pump his tire. But <laughs> when he was applying for university, I remember he came home. He goes, Ma, the guidance counselor told me that I should go to community college or do an apprentice. Mrs. McMillan. And then George goes... But George goes, I can't do that. My dad won't let me. Because... <laughs> No, I got to go to university. No, I have no other choice. I got to go to university. So he applied, and I will never forget the first app, the first one that came in was UFT. Yeah. And he was like, "Oh my God, I got UFT!" And he was surprised. I said, "George, why are you surprised, man? Because I know like you can do it." He ended up getting accepted to all the universities that well, year. Well, she told he- me Miss McMillan was grade eleven. I remember sitting in her office at, at Loyola, sitting there in her chair and telling me, and I was on the, on the brink of tears. Say, and I remember like saying, "I have to go to university." She's like, "You should probably take applied courses or take yeah. uh, go to apply to go to college." And I was like, "No, that's not happening. This is grade eleven, getting ready to apply for grade 12. And I remember I went home crying that day. I think I cried. That I think dad, dad, I think dad came in. He's like, no, he's going to. No, I said, George, or, you can do it. You can push yourself. You're going to get it. And I mean, for, you know, went into, got into Western. Well, everywhere you applied, I believe you got into it. Decided not, to go- nine schools. No big deal. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And I only applied to eight of them. <laughs> UFT gave me a double admittance to, to the one I didn't apply to. I, yeah. I had the same with Western. I applied to Western three times because I was knew I was going there. And I but got see, Western wasn't my first choice. I actually wanted to go. It was between Ryerson was my first choice originally because my mom went and I liked the idea of being downtown. I thought it was so cool. I was like, oh, I went to Ryerson. I should go to Ryerson. Uh, and then when I got into Western, my dad actually, both of you did, but dad had a couple of his buddies had gone. One to of Western. those. You wanted, yeah. yeah. And he said, it's a great school. You should go. And my, like both of you guys, it actually like said, you know what? It's probably good for you should go away to school. It's a good school and all that yeah. stuff. But yeah. I remember, yeah. Yeah. And then after the four years with the graduation, it was like, wow, we have to go. Like we went, like, I mean, it's great. Cause it's like, see, you did it. You yeah. can do it. Right. I mean, you partied, but you still got the, the, diplo- the degree. Yeah. So you got it done. And, it, and to me, it's not, not necessarily exactly everything you're learning in university. It's also your life lessons. That's what gets you through wor- the world. Yep, right through your life yeah. so oh, that to, was the proudest proudest moment i used to say thanks mom i don't care <laughs> i don't care for how much like your marks i just care about the paper yeah, my right? mom said yeah. you can so my dad said, because, yeah. 90, uh, pass with a 51 i don't care as long as you get the piece you get of because you, that you know paper. what sometimes you need to be at the right place at the right time doesn't matter how much you study and everything if you're the right place at the right time and i think ricky has a little star so what am i most proud i don't have one particular moment oh. Thanks, man. No, it started like, you know what? When he was at St. Mike's, so, no, when he was at St. Francis, one kid was being bullied, he offered to be the kid uh, um, bodyguard. 
to Bill help Bybee, the kid. never forget. Yes, because he didn't want to die. Then he went to St. Mike's. He got uh, to be the, I, I don't even remember the word, but... Like head leader at camp. And then you, the thing that represents the... Uh, yeah, I got an award between St. Mike's and Western. No big deal. Guaranteed my acceptance. So he was <laughs> doing always... Then he get to Western and he becomes like, uh, be a promoter. So... He made money through the whole university, and he they had a good thing Started going business, with yeah. uh, with the Alex, yeah. right? And then, what made me cry was not even university, triathlon. Like he went so confident about swimming, and he struggled from the moment he got into the uh, the water till the end. You could see he was doing every stroke possible. Just trying not to drown. And me, John. And Becca, we were falling along the way, and we were screaming. I don't know if you could hear, but like I had tears in my eyes because you can see that he was struggling. Then you had to do the other parts. And, and you know he's a swimmer too, so you're And he was like, a swimmer. He was so yeah. confident, I right? I thought I was going to do it in like 25 minutes. It took me 41. I got a cramp in my right leg, then a cramp in my left leg, and then I was like, I should just then your basically arm, stop. Then your back. Like, I should just stop, and they'll rescue me, and I can just end this misery. Yeah. And it was a miserable weather. That was the only day that was pouring, yeah, so it was, dude, yeah. yeah. So he did it everything. It was so nice. Then he keeps going. He applied for awards, and he gets the thing. So he hustles all yeah. the time. And then another thing that I like is, like I was telling keep him. Keep going, Ma. Just keep going. Uh, I can do this <laughs> for hours. <laughs> Since you were not the perfect when you were small. Yeah, you're trying, you're trying to make up for liking John better, huh? You're making it, it up, it. yeah. You're gonna knock it down a bit. So <laughs> then another thing, like I was telling him, like uh, sometimes I, you know, when you ask for an advice or I'm saying, hey, George, and we did this and that. You are my friend. You're going to side with me. He can separate and tell you the right advice there. I don't know if I can do that. Like, if I like you, I'm going to say, oh, no, I think I'm going to say you're wrong. George is pretty cool, right? <laughs> but, like, no, he separates and he tells when you're right or wrong. And even if he doesn't like someone, he still gives the right advice. So this is a nice equality. Yeah, I'll, I'll always give the right advice, but it comes down to I always got my boys' backs. Hell, yeah. <laughs> That's what's my next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, he wait, didn't wait, let wait, me get wait. to that point. He's loyal. Yeah, very true. Even loyal. under the water. So it's all little things yeah. then make you going, the great Ma. man that you are yeah. today. I'm so all right, proud let me, of it. Let yeah. me knock this guy down a bit. He gives good advice. I will say he does. But when he, he's arguing and you got to oh, yeah, say, no. Ricky, it's worst. like this, like this. No, no, no. It's like this, this mm -hmm. way. I'm getting better. I'm getting better. Hey, yeah. but between the two of you, I don't nah, know. Nah, like you. I <laughs> never want to see you guys fighting because both are always no, right. Yeah. Me, George, it happens every six months. Like when things are going well, we'll just... We'll just catch Brand each other day. on the wrong day. Yeah, just it'll be over something so minor and dumb. And we'll just both go at it for like a good day or two. And then it's like, we won't talk for two days and then boom, everything's back to normal. Like it happened, our last one was probably what? Like, we, even with the podcast. Around the actually, beginning of the podcast. Yeah, around the beginning of the podcast, we had some differences. And then we sat down, we're like, hey, let's do this, this, this. And we figured it out and it was good. Because we both, like I have a, I, it's a fault of mine. I know it. I have a bad way of going at things. I'll tell someone something. It happens with my siblings. It happens with Rick. It happens with all my friends. I have a way of like, I tell someone something. And if they don't agree with it, I don't care if they disagree, but if someone, sh I get excited and someone shuts the idea down, I get pissed off. And then my guard goes up and I got to force my point down. So like, it happens yeah, well, he does it with his parents too. What <laughs> <laughs> difference? times like me and George have traveled together. I just like, give it back to him the next day. Yeah, me and George have traveled together for like three weeks straight. And there'll be a times where it's like, you know, you, me, I catch George hungover and I'm like, George, like, yo, can you just, you know, get up so we can go do something? No, man, like, F off. And I'm like, all right, well, you know, F you too then. I'm leaving. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. So, we fought a few times. First, first trip we went, or second trip we fought. I thought it was first. first. Fight. Was, it, was it Oasis? Oasis. No, it was Crystal. 
We got. Did we ever tell you guys we got in a fist fight? No. We fought, we fought each other fight. on the beach, a like a wrestle. Ricky tried to steal my last piece of salt. Oh, okay, food? let's let's, let's, food, end it. let's end it on this. Okay, you guys don't know this story. Guys, food, man. So, Never again. <laughs> we'll go back and forth. We'll jump in. So, so we we had been drinking a lot of tequila beers because Rick was the one that told me about it. Cancun. You gotta have tequila beers. So yeah, shout out Alec too, Alec. Yeah. So we go get we go get uh, we drinking all day or like hey, it's lunch time. Let's go to the buffet. I love how we've been drinking all day and it's only lunch. Yeah, yeah. It, like we oh like but we were like eleven o'clock yeah. hammered. Yeah, like. Yeah, so we go to the buffet. Oh no, it might have been later. It was like maybe just after lunch yeah, because two, three, yeah. because we're getting near the end of the buffet and there's like food is like starting to run out. So Rick, as he always does, gets a massive salad, mm. and I'm like, "That's all you're gonna eat, man? Less rabbit food." Not like me, we eat everything. <laughs> so I get like all the meat, I get chicken, whatever, whatever. So we're eating. We sit down, we eat. Rick goes, we go back again, but I get the last pieces of chicken. I guess Rick, we sit down, and Rick's kind of, I can see he's kind of like eyeing my food. He's like, can I have some chicken? I was like, no, man. Like I told you, don't get salad. Get chi- get chicken. It's like, whatever. It's your fault. He just give me some chicken. I was like, no, man. I'm going to eat this chicken. So he goes to take He takes a piece. And I'm like, Rick, don't touch my chicken. <laughs> <laughs> then he goes again. Oh, hold on. Then he goes again. And I and I was like, I said, don't take it. I started like poking my fork. It's on his hand. Like, I didn't, I didn't stab him. But like, I went like to flinch. He's like, you're going to stab me? You're going to stab me? With my, I'm your boy. You're going to stab me? And I was like, yeah, man. Don't touch my food. <laughs> so he takes the whole chicken. He's like, fuck you. Takes the chicken. I think you took it. I don't know. I can't remember. We go to the beach after. And I'm like pissed off now. And you know me. I have like, I can't get over things easily. So we're at the beach. And he's like, are you still going to be a baby? Like he's mocking me like he always does when we argue. He's like, oh yeah, whatever. You're right. You're right. And then I get even more mad. So I'm like, like, man, don't do that. And I don't remember if it was, if he knocked my beer or if I threw my beer at it or something. And he's like, oh, we're going to do this. We started fighting, and our friends are all around us. Squared like, up on the middle of the beach. Yeah, basically. yeah. There's like, it's like a little, like, uh, it was like Certain Corona. Lines, it was the yeah. Corona area or something, yeah. like a bunch of lawn chairs. We started like pushing each other, and he's like, he's like, I'll beat you up. And I was like, I'll beat you up. <laughs> so we, we put each other in a headlock. We're like, let go. You're going to regret this. I'm like, you're going to regret this. <laughs> We're like the worst trash talking ever. Two yeah. drunk guys. <laughs> I never heard that. So then we fall, and I have him in a headlock. I'm like, yes, I'm going to beat him. Then he gets me in a headlock, and he starts choking me. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm going to die. <laughs> the thing was, when we fell, so I, I don't know how it happened, but we fell that he fell against the rope. So I have him in a, in a headlock and he's like on one of the ropes. So it's like, this guy's face is literally turned around. I'm like, tap out, just tap out. He's like, I'm not tapping out. I'm like, fucking tap out right now before I kill you. He's like, I'm not tapping out. I'm like, tap out. And like, then, clear yeah, and then our buddy's like, man, what the hell's going on? So I'm like, eventually I tap out. I get up oh, and I was did. like. I don't even think you tapped out to be honest. All right, maybe you let go. I but I get up and I was like, still kind of mad. He's like, oh, are we cool? I got we cool. Like, I want to have a drink. And that's nine times out of ten how it goes. Like, I'm probably the more grumpy when I get pissed off with something. And then we fight for a bit. And then it's whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Are you a morning person? No. Oh, <laughs> oh so it's good because he's not a morning person. Maybe you are yeah, not we, an we afternoon person. we stay each other in the morning. Like, when we're on vacation, it's like, one of us who, who's less hungover will wake up. Hey, you want a croissant or a coffee? Yeah? No? Okay, good. Yeah. And then that's no, just give George a bottle of yeah, water. That's, oh, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> So, last story. Before, last story before we before we carry before we end this. Oh, because I've done so, it a long time. Me, me and George. So every time we travel, like we we'll always get bottles of water. Like whoever's less drunk or less hungover will pick up the water for both. So I remember we're in I think Croatia or maybe we're in um we're in uh, Spain in Mallorca. I can't remember where. That's it when you made fun of me yeah. in Mallorca. Yeah, so it's one of these places on this trip. So I give George a bottle of water, and it's not like he like casually just like sips. It's like. <laughs> Until the whole bottle's done, I'm like, bro, do you have to drink like that? He's like, I'm thirsty. I'm like, bro, like, drink like a normal person. 
<laughs> hey, that, that's going back to when you spend too much time with the person, you start to get, that's like Frank's heavy breathing. But you know, honestly, I can't fault him. I have to made more conscious of it because as soon as he made that joke in that video, Georgia, this is Georgia and Mark then jumped on like, oh my God, he does that. He did that all like through Kilimanjaro. Drives us nuts. And I was like, wait, maybe I actually do do this. <laughs> so now when I drink, like I took a sip, I'm like, okay. okay. <laughs> is anybody watching? <laughs> no, I notice when I do it. Oh, man. <laughs> guys, honestly, this was awesome. Such a good conversation. That was really fun. Yeah. Thanks, guys, for coming on. I don't think I've it's laughed good. this much as I yeah. have in this podcast. We need to come for part two of uh, Kids Day or something. <laughs> oh, we, we, we should be. We should, we maybe should we'll, be get the fr we'll get Frank and Chris on. For oh, that one. one. Oh, my God. <laughs> we wait downstairs. <laughs> You know what? That yeah. one I want to tape. I, I would like that taped as well. You guys, you guys can come and watch. Video you sit in here it. and watch what they say. That'd be oh my funny. God, we'd be laughing. <laughs> well, yeah, Chris will have some stories about the cruise we'll that we just we'll did. We'll do it after. Should we announce oh, it? Oh, wow. We'll figure out how to do it. You know what? Let's end it. We'll, we'll leave. We'll end it there. But guys, honestly, Mom, Anastasia, thank you so much for Mom coming Mom, Elaine, on. thanks for coming great. on. You it was guys great. It was a awesome. pleasure. It was a pleasure. It was happy, awesome. Happy early Mother's Day. Thank yes. you. Thank thanks you. for being great. And great happy moms, Mother's Day to all the mothers yeah. out there. Yes. You're all amazing people. Thank you so much. And yeah, That's it. That's it. Signing That's off, it. pals. Thanks, pals. Bye. 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 <laughs> you like to drink and to smoke to take away the pain. And I don't remember all of my mistakes in every eye. I got alone, no one.